Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hutsmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hutsmo Black. Hey, welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. You got me Hushmo driving this train this evening. Hey, it's host, uh, it's host uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Welcome, welcome to the show. Back out here, uh, we got here for approximately uh, one hour, one hour this evening. Yeah, we're kind of just still in holiday routine here. We're not uh, got anything real. Heavy going on, November 28th, y'all. Right in this uh, transition period between the president, president and the new one, President-elect Biden coming up January 20th. So we're still in the middle of the transition. It's a little rugged, uh, rough going, but uh, like it's moving right along. The president-elect has got... I think six or seven members of his new cabinet identified and uh, introduced to the nation already. Going to be making a couple of more next week, including uh, Janet Yellen for uh, the Treasury Secretary. So, yeah, it's coming along. We all uh, looking forward to... uh, the new transition. Well, let's <laughs> go get it together. Not the new transition. We're looking forward to the new administration, I should say. This is Hushmo Black. Hushmo Black Forum. This is 11 28 20. Okay, yeah. Okay, happy. Uh, Post Thanksgiving to y'all. We're still celebrating the Thanksgiving weekend. Um, always one of my favorite times of, of the year, especially when I was younger. I can remember uh, back in the day when this started the holiday season, and we yeah, back when Hushmo was more wild and out youthful days. We used to start partying you know, at Thanksgiving, take it right on through New Year's, y'all. <laughs> uh, hey, I was back in the day. We used to party all the way from Thanksgiving through New Year's. Uh, but uh, times have changed. Uh, not all things for the better either, I might add, but uh, nevertheless. I hope y'all uh, had a safe uh, and happy Thanksgiving. Everybody kept the, uh, the gathering down to a minimum. Uh, that's all to do. Because really, yeah, Thanksgiving is really a family, a family type uh, celebration. And uh, yeah, my family used to love to get together on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, sometimes we go to two or three different uh, 
family member's house on that day. And, uh, yeah, you should just have a ball uh, this time of year. Uh, no doubt this year was different. This year was different, uh, yeah, for so many reasons. Uh, this pandemic is raging. And, uh, yeah, we got to hopefully uh, this time next year we'll be able to uh, – We'll be able to uh, get back get back to uh, some uh, resemblance of uh, normal uh, activity, normal life, if you will. Hopefully, I, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I still uh, thing is, you know, this is a new pandemic. They don't know. They still don't know the long term effect this thing is going to have on people. I mean, we got some 13 million infected Americans as it stands now, with uh, over 260,000 dead, uh, 2,000 dead uh, just yesterday. So this thing is serious, y'all. Uh, it is still serious, and they, uh, they more than. Uh, <clears throat> It's more than uh, 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 six, seven months away from getting vaccine out to zero population. Now they're talking about they're going to have some 20 million doses ready by the end of December for Frontline workers, I mean, that's health care, health care workers and uh, the like, uh, which is great. But the general population, you know, we're a long ways off. We're just a long ways off. Uh, let's see what this is talking about. Yeah, so uh, we, we're just going to have to see. We, uh, first of all, we've still got to uh, practice good uh, social distancing. Uh, we've got to wear a mask. We've got to uh, wash our hands. You know, the things that we can, you know, uh, uh, things that we have in our control, like wearing a mask. Don't dare go outside. Don't dare uh, mix in public without their mask on. I wouldn't dare uh, uh to go anywhere uh, without uh, my mask. Uh, it's just it's common sense at this point uh, that uh, if this thing is spread through the air uh, or can be spread through the air through, uh, 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 you know, dropping some other folks' breath, uh, you know, it makes sense to, uh, to protect yourself and your fellow uh, uh 
uh, human beings. You know, just it just makes sense. Anything else is crazy. Anything else is crazy, you know.
which, by the way, wasn't Spanish at all, but started here in this country, as far as I know. And spread uh, across the globe. The world hasn't seen anything like it since then. <clears throat> this coronavirus thing is uh, is deadly. What I do like about the Pfizer uh, and the Moderna vaccines, they uh, don't use the, the virus itself to uh, create a uh, vaccine. They kind of manipulate the uh, uh, cells in your body, the RNA, the mRNA, uh, the A cells, somehow they use it as a messenger to attack the uh, virus. And it's pretty good science. I mean, it's, it's all leading edge stuff, but I kind of like that <clears throat> uh, more so than uh, uh, having to be injected with the virus itself to uh, uh, for your immune system to create antibodies to try to fight it, fight it off. I, I you know I never would take the flu uh, shot. I, t- I took a flu shot this year for the first time in I don't know thirty years maybe. I haven't had the flu since I was in eighth and ninth grade, <laughs> you know. So that that was way back uh, when I was in eighth and ninth grade. It was back in the fifties. So I, you know, never had a reason to uh, um, take a flu shot. I took one this year at the urging of my doctor. My doctor uh, uh, kind of talked me into getting one because of uh, the pandemic. Uh, uh, with both of the virus, flu season and the pandemic coming on this winter, I broke down and got a flu shot for the first time as I'm 30. I know it had to be at least 30, 35 years since I last got got a flu shot. And I, I just didn't, uh, you know, I'm always, I was always against uh, having to be injected with the virus. If I didn't have the flu, I put the flu uh, bug in me to uh, so my body that uh, create antibodies to uh, fight it all. It seems like to me it's a uh, uh, crazy way to, do, uh, to go about doing things, but that is the way uh, up to this point that uh, most vaccines has been uh, developed using uh, the uh, virus itself uh, to inject into a uh, 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 the human body to uh, uh, get the uh, immune system to uh, identify it and uh, start creating antibodies to uh, fight it all. So, yeah, but uh, now with the uh, new uh, uh, technology coming along, uh, where uh, they're able to go in there and uh, program uh, the cells uh, so, uh, without uh, injecting uh, viruses into you. I think that's a much better way, at least for me. I feel uh, better about it uh, in terms of my own, you know, uh, use of, uh, of these particular uh, vaccines. And uh, I'll be, I, I promised myself I, I was going to get one just to show uh, uh, people that it was safe. And uh, as soon as uh, uh, my age group, and I'm, you know, 75 with underlying conditions, uh, <laughs> going to bed, and I'm black, so <laughs> I got I got all kinds of uh, uh, 
uh, you know, I, I'm pretty far up the line when it comes to groups that uh, are going to be looking at getting one. And my doctor already then put me down. He said, as soon as he can order one, he's going to get me one. <laughs> I, told him, I, I go right to, uh, you know, wherever, uh, wherever I am in the line because I can't afford to uh, try to fight this thing off at my age. No way, buddy. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, the sooner they get this out to the general population, and I'm looking at you know six more months, and we can hold on until April, May. I think we we uh, we'll be looking at uh, uh, pretty uh, maybe a pretty. Uh, Quite uh, distribution. I hope so. I, you know, I don't know. But, but until then, we got to try to stay safe. Until the end, we're just going to have to stay safe, y'all. They've got a couple other, uh, a couple other uh, uh, medicines out there to help help uh, with the uh, pan, uh, uh, virus. How effective they are, we don't know. Seem like to me. Uh, 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 a couple of them are uh, pretty effective, so hopefully. But then again, not not even that's not even readily available to the general public. You know, to take acts of Congress to get you uh, hooked up with some of that stuff. Another female picked off of Vanderbilt for the first time, and uh, wow, she's excited. I, I guess about being the first female. Playing the NCAA men's game. So I don't know where I'm, you know, I'm happy for. I really am. Let's see if George is coming on here. She's supposed to be some kind of captain, too. That's uh, two. Uh-uh. That's uh, five. That's uh, eleven. That's uh, so that one down there. That's uh, 46. Forty six. 
Hey, uh, welcome back. Well, welcome back to Hushmo Black Hole. You got me Hushmo driving this train this evening. And I swapped, uh, what, 45 after? You know, it must be later than that. I don't know, 29 after 7. Uh, welcome back. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I guess work is rough all over. I, I noticed here lately they've got, uh, Joe Namath and uh, 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 Danny Glover telling uh, Medicare, some kind of, well, Medicare insurance, sign up for Medicare insurance. I mean, I don't know. uh, Both of them kind of sound like used car salesmen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but Danny Glover, Danny Glover played in some pretty good uh, uh, movies. There, they, a pretty good actor. But Joe, him and Joe Namath both uh, right now in a new uh, endeavor, selling uh, Medicare. Sound pretty much like a used car salesman. I don't know if anybody knows that. Or that's just me. That's what they, you know. To me, I don't know, Joe. Joe. Uh, one thing about Joe really got a got name recognition going to be, uh, you know, everybody knows who Joe Nemeth is, and uh, I guess that's where uh, he's, uh, he got this gig right now, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd buy used car for me, the only guy, probably wouldn't, that's just me, uh, I don't know, uh, Florida's catching holy heck with the shoe pants with the shoe spike in the uh, virus. The governor was a little slow reacting, but now he's trying to uh, catch up. But, uh, you know, this virus don't, this virus don't care about your politics. This virus do not care about your politics, yeah. This thing uh don't discriminate. It might look discriminatory, uh because it seems to be affecting uh the minority community more. But that uh <coughs> that's more of a uh economic uh 
thing than a uh, a racial discrimination. It, it could be an economic discrimination. Yeah, poor people uh, is going to uh, is suffering more. Uh, let's just uh, call it what it is. It's not uh, because you're black and uh, somebody else might be white that uh, 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 when uh, that person's getting it, it's because of the economic conditions of that uh, black person, of that white person, that uh, uh, that is affecting the outcome overall. I mean, from a black kid who... Uh, 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 from a, a high-income uh, background, who's been, uh, uh, who who had, uh, who's had access to medical care, the best of medical care, uh, uh, all his life. That guy's in pretty good shape. <laughs> that guy's gonna be in pretty good shape, y'all. Let me tell you, it ain't gonna have nothing to do with his brain, uh, of whether or not he gets this virus or how he. Uh, 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 Deal with the virus if he gets it. Uh, it's an economic thing more than more than anything. That's my own uh, take on it. That's my own take on it. Yeah, <clears throat> I was saying that the uh, Governor of Florida kind of uh, reacted kind of late in dealing with the pandemic or taking it as seriously as he should have. But a lot of other places, like this one, it's talking about this one town in Kansas, uh, uh, every 19 uh, uh, cases. Uh, 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 was uh, they were looking at it as as the virus was uh, rampages through uh, the rest of the country. Uh, some of these places out west uh, didn't think it would ever come to them, uh, but all of a sudden uh, the pandemic unfolded, uh, uh, and they left. What says then a deadly outbreak landed right on their doorsteps. Uh, and uh, all hell uh, broke loose. Since when COVID-19 cases began climbing in the fall within Norton County, Kansas, 
the administrator of a local nursing home used the facility facility's Facebook page to send residents reminders. An early September post on the And the homepage urges visitors to please, please follow the guidelines, including maintain, maintaining a distance of six feet and wearing a mask at all times, not just in front of us. Three weeks later, while the county's number of infections crept upward, the home went into lockdown. It is our responsibility to protect our residents, and I feel with and increase in active cases, we need to take this unfortunate step. Megan Mass, the administrator, wrote on October the 2nd, five days later, the home announced its first positive resident by mid-October. The Annabee home had a full COVID outbreak, now see it on Facebook. Every single one of the 61 residents in the home tested positive for the virus. At least 21 have since died of COVID-19, according to Mathis. When we start to see some of our people passing away from this, I mean, that really hit us hard, says Viva Benin, a lifelong Norton resident. People that we grew up with that were family, friends, or church members. In a nearby prison facility, another crisis at the same time, the virus likely seeping into the facility through a staff member, according to a corrections department spokesman, was spreading like wildfire, infecting hundreds of inmates in just a matter of weeks. Some say part of understanding what went wrong lies in better understanding the surrounding communities response to COVID-19 since the start of the pandemic. But for long, Norton remained virtually untouched by the virus. I think early on, people just thought, well, we're either going to get it or we're not going to get it, or I'm not ever going to wear a mask, they said, as the nation now grapples with the devastating fall COVID-19 surge, Norton County has become emblematic of the pandemic deadly grip on Midwestern rural communities that were spared by earlier surges, but it also offers a glimpse into the diverse opinions that persist around the virus and the patchwork of safety measures used to curb the spread. For Norton County, home to less than 6,000 people, a community of ranchers and farmers, as the locals say, the coronavirus was nothing but a nuisance for months after the pandemic starts. As cases first surged across the country in Morris, Kansas, Governor Laura Kelly, a Democrat, joined other state leaders in shuttering schools and issuing a statewide stay-at-home order. But in Norton County, it wasn't until about a month later, April 30th, that health officials reported the first case of the virus in a resident. <coughs> Days later, <coughs> they reported the second 
a month later, and after all restrictions previously imposed by the state had already been lifted, a third case over the summer, the virus again ran rapid across the country, crippling hospital systems and claiming hundreds of American lives daily. Active COVID-19 cases in Norton County only reached the double digit briefly in mid-July. Residents settled into a lifestyle resembling the normalcy that is now for many other Americans just a memory. We didn't overreact, says Pastor T.M. Meyer of the Redeemer Lutheran Church. We went on like pretty much as normal with just a few adaptations. That's what I call the normal. In most places, with the exception of a local hospital, a clinic, and a pharmacy, where I said masks weren't required. When the government issued an executive order in early July requiring masks in public places, the county opted out of a mandate. A day before the order went into effect, Northern Police Chief announced on Facebook officers would not be enforcing it. Tim Meyer says, you would think, well, everybody's going to stay home. They don't, Tim O'Myers. It has come to our attention that some are concerned that we are not enforcing laws to protect our community. This is the last second Facebook post said. The governor order is not a law. It has not been passed by our state legislature and therefore not a criminal law that we can nor will enforce. Myra says it's the freedom of the freedom to do the right thing, not being forced to. That was key for Northerners. I hear people are independent and if you give them a choice they're going to do the right thing. They are concerned about others, Mara said. And that choice that he says, both residents and travelers, especially from cities or states with mass mandates, is drawn over the summer months. Some, he says, have described Jordan as an oasis, an oasis in the desert where we can do what we want because this is still America. And we still have our freedoms, and we don't like to give them up much, he says. Cases slammed in the fall, but little change. Then came the fall. Infection numbers first began climbing in September. And by mid-October, more than two dozen active cases were reported in the community. That's when health officials announced the anti-home outbreak. That really made people go, wow, I guess this stuff is real and it's serious, Myra said, but it didn't. I don't think it changed people's patterns. You would think, well, everybody's going to stay home, he added. They don't. They still go out and work and they come back and they still go out to eat. The nursing home outbreak landed the small community in National Airlines, but many felt the case Cases were contained in the two facilities, the home and the prison. There was still no big fear of the virus. 72-year-old resident Sidney McWallen said, there's probably a little more fear since uh, we had such a big outbreak, she said. 
there's a little uh, bit more fearful than they were three months ago. But I don't think anybody's in a panic. But the government of the nursing home does with a stark reminder that the virus poses a real threat to all Cassians, and it doesn't stop at county lines, she said in the October news. Cases and communities like Norton are higher because of outbreaks in jails and nursing homes, but there is also wider community spread, she has said. Outbreaks are not isolated incidents. Community spread is the top predicator of COVID-19 outbreaks in nursing homes. The American Health Care Association, the National Center for Assisted Living, wrote, in, wrote to CNN in an email. The virus ability to spread through asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic carriers to make it extremely difficult to prevent it from getting into our facilities when there is high spread in the surrounding community. Rural, rural areas are seeing higher COVID rates, and unfortunately, many individuals in these communities are not following CDC guidance on wearing masks and practicing social distancing, it said. An October report from the Center for Medi- uh, Medicare and Medicaid Services alleged failures by the NB home, which plays residents in immediate jeopardy. The report says staff members didn't wear a mask at all times, and at least one was seen with their mask pulled down around their chin. Infected residents were found to be living with COVID-19 negative roommates. That only occurred between them. Reported as and communal communal dining did not stop until two days after the facility first positive antigen tests in residence. Some of our findings echo a similar report released by CMC five months earlier. See, investigators may have found the home failed to have staff wear face covering while in the facility failed to develop COVID-19 policies and procedures and failed to educate staff on how to prevent the development and transmission of COVID-19 on May 15. Of the 61 residents who tested positive this October, a total of 21 residents have died. 40 have recovered while one resident remained hospitalized for the non-COVID-19-related reason. So CNN on November 23rd. Every time I look at the number of those who we have lost, I'm struck by the fact that each represents an individual person with a life and the history and connections to other people. That's wrote to CNN earlier in November. Please don't what he said, time this has been for ourselves, and that we have mourned every life loss throughout the pandemic. Makes maps had said in the initial email, we have strived to be 
in compliance with the guidelines issued by CFC and the CDC and the safe holdout said the home was assigned temporary management and that new measures including a strict no in-person visitation policy were in place after our recent inspection we knew we needed to make significant improvements and that's exactly what we have done now with the assistance of clinical experts on our temporary management team we have re-educated all of our staff on clinical best practices and we are committed to doing the right thing and providing the best possible care I'm just reading, uh, uh, this is this thing is so interesting about uh, this little town in uh, Kansas, the county of Norton, uh, Kansas, uh, where this, they had an outbreak uh, in this one nursing home. Uh, started out early, the first rate way that just hit the East Coast, got a spare at the West, especially some of the rural county. Well, this one nursing home uh, had a, uh, this is a story that I'm reading. Well, this nursing home had 61 uh, residents, and uh, as of uh, late October, all 61 tested uh, positive for uh, the coronavirus. Uh, by uh, November 23rd, some 20 of them had died from the coronavirus, uh, just a horrific uh, a story. Some of those uh, those uh, nursing homes and uh, senior uh, care facilities are uh, really uh, taking time bombs for this virus because those people are enclosed in. They, you know, can't, uh, a lot of them are, uh, have all kind of other underlying conditions and once this coronavirus get inside the door, and it's only brought in through a uh, a worker, believe it or not, a worker who's you know they live in a community, and as the spread, uh, cases spike up in the community, there's more and more chances that uh, somebody on the staff uh, will get it and bring it into uh, inside these uh, facilities. The most people in there get it. It uh, lights out, and you know. Next thing you know, you got a just a, uh, a outbreak that's uh, pretty hard to contain, <clears throat> which happened in this one uh, particular nursing home. So uh, I urge everyone with family members in those facilities to uh, keep a close eye on uh, the facility and uh, make sure that facility that your loved ones are uh, in are doing the right thing. Uh, uh, to uh, keep the place safe as best you can, you know, uh, and keep an eye on your loved ones. Uh, I've got uh, family members in uh, uh, nursing homes, and uh, it's one of the scariest things uh, to uh, uh, have to, uh, you know, try to, uh, you know, look after their best interests, and at the same time, you got to stay away from them, you know. It's a real challenge 
and I give the people all the credit. And they should be among the first people to get this uh, vaccine. The residents and the staff of nursing homes, right after the healthcare workers in the hospitals and things, should be right there uh, together uh, getting those first doses of the vaccine that's going out. It's critical that uh, those facilities and those workers uh, get the uh, first uh, uh, doses of these vaccines that's going to be uh, coming out. They ain't out yet. They're talking about they're going to be shipping some next week or next week, week after. I don't know when it's coming out. But it can't get out too soon. But uh, I don't know. Lieutenant Governor going to be live to react. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, hey, that's what I'm going to do it for. The Huntsville Black Forum. We're going to be out here an hour or season because we're still in holiday routine, y'all. We'll be right back here next week. Same time, same station. Coming to you live and in living color. What is it? December 5th, yeah, our first show in uh, December. We'll be right back at you at 12, at 7 o'clock, on 12.05, yeah, next Saturday. Until then, y'all stay safe and, uh, yeah, just stay safe and uh, be careful out there. The virus is still... Uh, University of Phoenix, well, Running rapid. We're going to call it uh, to next week. Ciao. Y'all be safe. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. If you're at home thinking about your financial plan,